Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of the Career Contessa podcast is brought to you by the House of Chanel. Chanel introduces a new generation of sustainably developed skincare infused with a high concentration of ingredients and derived from the uniquely revitalizing winter-blooming red camellia flower. Packaged with lightweight glass, organic ink, and other bio-based materials, Numero 1 de Chanel forges an unprecedented path of skincare innovation. Numero 1 de Chanel, beauty ahead of time. To learn more about the line, visit chanel.com. Hey guys, it's Hunter and Michaela. And this is the Model Citizen Podcast. We wanted to let the members of our community experience a different side of us that they see glimmers of, but never the full force. Exactly. We wanted a place where we could talk unfiltered about anything and everything, including our lives and experiences in the modeling industry, beauty, fashion, dating, sex, marriage, a dash of political commentary, and of course, pop culture, honey. We're going all the way in. Tune in every Thursday for a giggle, a laugh, and maybe even a tear or two. You've just found your new best friends, and we're so happy to have you. Welcome back to another episode of the Career Contessa podcast, your shortcut to being more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin. And thanks for the great feedback that you all had on my first solo episode. And because of that, I'm back with another. This time, I'll be sharing how I'm learning to dial back the constant chase for accomplishments, the impacts that relentless drive has created, and the new habits I'm building now that I wish I had earlier in my career. And now, this is the Career Contessa podcast. Raise your hand if you like accomplishing things. Raise your hand if you're motivated by your success. Raise your hand if you get some relief each time you cross something off your to-do list. If your hand is still in the air, welcome to being an overachiever. It's nice to meet you. I've always known I was a person who had a need and desire to achieve. But the part of me that checked off so many boxes and reached each career goal just kept reaching higher. It's like the finish line for the achievement marathon just kept moving and it was starting to cost me. Let me tell you a bit more. About 12 years ago, I was a fresh college grad and working as an administrative assistant for a major university. It was boring, draining, and annoying work. I wanted more. More career status, more engagement at work, more money. 
more everything. You get the picture. I eventually set goals to figure out my next career path and worked for three years putting those puzzle pieces together. It was then when I landed what I considered my dream job working in recruiting at Hulu. And I was fulfilled till that overachieving voice chimed in telling me I needed to do more. So I got my master's degree. I took on bigger projects at work that got me recognition from the executives. I launched Career Contessa as a side hustle, and that motivated me to spend early mornings, late nights, and weekends creating something new. All of these accomplishments kept me motivated for more. All my hours were spent doing something productive at all times. And I'm not going to lie, it felt good. It felt impressive. But while I just kept pushing down on the gas harder and harder, my tank was starting to slowly empty. You might relate to this feeling. It's the feeling of guilt because you neglect an important relationship in your life. It's feeling sick, or in my case, having terrible migraines from the stress. It's feeling burned out and a bit blah about, well, most things. It's having that moment when you're at a red light and you stop to ask yourself, how do I dial back this need to always be achieving? How do I create some version of balance in my life? To be clear, having a desire to achieve is not the problem. In fact, it's what has helped me to get where I am today. The problem is that the need to overachieve usually stems from an unhealthy place of insecurity and inadequacy. These feelings are actually very common. For example, think back to the last time you were applying for a job during a competitive job market. You might lack the control over which a job called you in for an interview, but you knew you could check off the task of applying for new jobs, sending emails to recruiters, and more. Maybe you even told your best friend when she asked how your job search was going that you applied to five jobs recently. Task achievement can bring you a sense of control, which helps you feel relieved and a sense of self-worth. Task achievement feels good. And when you create a cycle of it, you're teaching yourself that in order to feel better or worthy, you'll need to keep achieving things. These achievements happen without questioning the purpose behind these tasks. Not only does chronic achievement create a major imbalance in our lives, it also keeps you operating from a place of insecurity. It's like despite knowing that you're burned out from nonstop achieving, you'd rather keep grinding because slowing down scares you more. So how do we overcome being chronic overachievers and dial it back to find balance? Well, the good news is that being an overachiever isn't a trait that you're born with. It's made. This means it's a trait that you can shift if you're willing to get uncomfortable. A good place to start is by doing some self-reflection and trying to pinpoint where your pattern of overachievement began. For many, the insecurity that drives the need to achieve started in childhood. I want you to pause for a second and think about your childhood. Ask yourself, how did I get attention when I was young? When I was praised, was it directly related to my performance? If you were consistently rewarded for your accomplishments, it's easy for your identity and self-worth to get hooked on wanting to accomplish more and perform better each time. In fact, be kind to yourself because your behaviors were adaptive and served a purpose. 
When I look back on my life, I connected many dots of self-worth with achievement. Like when I landed my job at Hulu and someone telling me, wow, you're so impressive to have gotten that job without any prior experience. So step one to overcome this is to tell yourself, I will be patient and compassionate to myself as I rework decades of overachieving behaviors. The second thing that is necessary for change is to sit in the pocket of uncertainty for longer than you want. Hear me out on this. My mom loves football and she often told me, I just need to learn to sit in the pocket. And I finally understand what this means. The pocket is in something that comes from football and it's a U-shape that is formed to not only protect the quarterback from defenders, but it gives them a protected area on the field from which to find an open receiver and make a throw. Sometimes the quarterback has to sit in the pocket longer than they want to in order to find the right opportunity to throw the ball. Sitting in the pocket is uncomfortable and full of uncertainty, but often yields more success than making that quick throw or that quick career move. Our emotions are often triggered to protect us from the unknown, but we can't give in and go back to our overachieving ways. To help you not give in and push against your aversion to change, you have to free yourself from the fears you have around not being a 24-7 overachiever. Ask yourself, what happens if I stop pushing myself to achieve nonstop? Are you afraid you might fail? Are you afraid people won't think you're successful? What happens if these fears come true? I want you to write down the worries you have if you stop pushing yourself so hard. I was worried that if I downshifted my work at Career Contessa, the company would fail. We would have to let everyone go. All that I worked for would close and I would lose my value in the workplace. I assumed these fears were facts, but they weren't. They were assumptions. Some of your assumptions might be valid. Others may not be. So it's essential to test them. I started by first creating work hours that had me logging off at 5 p.m. and not checking work again till the next day. When emails appeared, I pushed myself to leave them unread. And I started to say no to a lot of PR opportunities, like taking time each week to be interviewed for an article or host an Instagram Live. I also had us cut back on the number of new articles that we published each week. It was making the workload for our team very heavy and I had to examine at what cost I wanted to burn out the team. I slowly tested each worry I had about doing less. And guess what? Our business didn't shut down. People didn't stop listening to this podcast and no one was let go. In fact, we had our best year of business ever last year. Only by challenging your assumptions can you determine whether your self-protective behaviors are actually helpful or counterproductive. Self-reflection, compassion, challenging your assumptions, and sitting in the pocket of the unknown are all the tools you need to dial back your relentless drive. I fight the urge to say yes, lean in, and go, go, go as I rebuild my self-worth, not from a place of insecurity, but rather a place of purpose and satisfaction. I remind myself that creating a life that has balance, a life that has time for your relationships, and a life for me to focus on my own self-care is more valuable than a life with a roster of LinkedIn accomplishments. I make myself pause each week to celebrate the wins I do have and not focus on the things I didn't do and the things I should do. 
This is what's helped me overcome being a chronic overachiever and how I've dialed it back to find somewhat of a balance. And I hope these tips will help you too. Thank you for listening to another one of my solo episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know so I can create more. You can do that by leaving the show a review on Apple Podcasts or even just rating the show. Or you can DM us on our Instagram, which is at Career Contessa. Lastly, thank you to our sponsor, Chanel, for making this episode a reality. Without sponsors, we can't bring you great content each week totally for free. Thank you for supporting the brands that support Career Contessa.